This FPL season has definitely been go, go, go. A nonstop hustle all the time. Matches, deadlines, unexpected blank and double game weeks, on top of everything the real world has had in store. Sometimes you need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. For me personally, supporting Fulham during this last year has been a true roller coaster ride. Honestly, when that Adama Traore goal flew past Areola in the 92nd minute of game week 31, the only thing that saved my mental state, the only thing that calmed my nerves, was cracking open a Coors Light. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. And listen, everyone, summer is pretty much here. It's about to get hot in New York. An ice-cold Coors Light is such a perfect way for me to beat that summertime heat. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Hail cheaters and welcome to something that everybody hates. It's a teaser for something you actually have to pay for. Uh, my name is Josh and I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? Brandon, I know. Brandon, I just called you Brandon. Josh, I know of something that people hate more than that, and it is international break. That is true. That is true. Uh, and we we feel the same way. Uh, the the sec- okay, every international break is a little depressing, but. The second one is is really the worst. I mean, the November one, it's like, okay, fine. Like, there's been a lot of Premier League. It's it's getting colder outside. Maybe it's like your one last chance to get out and do something. But these <laughs> these first true. two are brutal. I mean, the first one is the worst, obviously, but the second one's not not far behind. It's the last meetup for uh, the always cheating dogging club that I'm starting <laughs> with all my UK leaf peeping friends out there. So, so doggers unite. Let's let's get together during this break. So, uh, Brandon, this is a we wanted to do a, just a little kind of intro. I, I don't want to say teaser exactly, but uh, we recorded a podcast that we were really happy with this week. It's a it's a Patreon exclusive podcast uh, with uh, with Peter Blake, who um, many of you probably know already. He writes a uh, uh, he has a blog called Mathematically Safe, mathematicallysafe.wordpress.com. Uh, he's also on Twitter, uh, and he's at mathsafe underscore FPL. Uh, but just a you know one of the foremost. Um, I don't know. You know, sort of. He's just, a data an, an, uh, analyst, yeah. and yeah, he's kind of made his reputation in the FPL community having a very cold, composed read on stats all around right. uh, the Premier League. Exactly, very, very data forward, but not in a way that's pedantic or unreadable. And I, I you know, I, for me, like many people, I actually reached out to him last year uh, just to say how much I liked his blog, um, just like randomly, not with any like ulterior motive. And uh, although little did I know that we'd be invited on the podcast like a year later, uh, but I just think he writes very readably, readably about stats, and we thought he'd be a good person to have on for a Patreon podcast uh, because he is, um, you know, pretty good at articulating what to actually look for um, instead, you know, and in, in what what to look for and what to avoid when it comes to stats and and how they can be used, um, you know, to be a better fantasy Premier League player. 
Sure. The log line that you use, Josh, is everything you wanted to know about uh, FPL stats, but were afraid to ask. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so we're gonna do. Uh, we're actually gonna post a little five minute teaser here. The conversation was. We told him it was gonna be thirty minutes. It ended up being well over an hour. I think it's about an hour and ten minutes total. But we're gonna tack on a little, a little five minute teaser here where he talks about uh, Raheem Sterling. Um, and uh, I just thought it was a little, it was an interesting moment, gives you an idea of what the conversation was all about. So if you want to, if you like it and you want to learn more uh, or listen to more, um, then you can visit our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash always cheating. Uh, become a Patreon supporter. Um, and there's there's multiple levels there. And so if you, if you get the lowest level, you get to join the Supporters League. And the winner of the Supporters League gets to appear on the pod. Um, if you join just one tier up, you actually get to join the Knockout League, um, the Survivor League, which starts uh, in game week eight. And so invites are out for that right now. So if you join any time in the next two weeks, then um, I'll send you an invite for that. And you can join our Survivor uh, Knockout Pool. Let me put it this way, and for our listeners out there that really detest marketing, <laughs> we're not putting out this five-minute teaser with our with our episode with Peter Blake as to entice you to give us money. It's more so, Josh and I didn't have time to record an initial international break episode. We're going to do a full episode next week leading into the next game week. But this is just a way for us to... Not only, you know, hopefully get you involved on the Patreon page, but share a little bit of this content just so you have a little taste while there's nothing else to do while England is playing uh, World Cup qualifiers over the next week. And I hope you guys bought that complete lie from Brandon right there. Uh, so let's, we're going to get to that clip in just a second. Uh, but Brandon, before we get, uh, before we, before we go, um, I'm, I don't even know how to like talk on this, this, this shortened podcast. <laughs> it's like, we're not even here on this episode. <laughs> we're, we're two invisible podcasters talking. So yeah, we'll, we'll make it brief here, just, but we want to, we want to do a quick rundown of our game week seven. Yeah, exactly. Why don't, why don't you lead it off? Cause Brandon, you had your first real solid game week and it, it shouldn't go unremarked upon. Yeah, thank you, Joshua. I'm going to try not to, uh, you know, there is a no humble bra- humble brag rule on, on always cheating, so I'll just lead with it. 87 points, a game week rank of 27,853. I have been gasping for a game week like this since the season started. I think all the listeners now have been struggling a bit. So what what does the 87 points get me? Well, I started the week ranked 1.87 million and uh I jumped more than 1.2 million places. I now have an overall rank of 596k. So um it was just huge. It was it was really massive and it was on the back of my defense, I think. Goal, goals from Ben Davis and Nacho Monreal scores his first goal in what 13 years. Um <laughs> I think since he was a small boy, it was the first goal he scored. Yeah. Huge, so, huge huge week for defenders. Yeah, and and KDB, who I've I've um, not really found a way to get him out of my midfield, he turned out to be a big differential for me this week. So I couldn't oh, be happier there. Yeah. Of course, we all got the captaincy wrong. We put the both of us put the armband on Big Rom, and uh, I had Kane up front with thirteen. That's probably the the only one real sticking point for me. Um, yeah, you still got a goal. I've you know six points double. That's that's you'll have worse. I mean, we we already had a zero point captaincy from him this year. So I mean, so even though twelve's not so bad. Speaking of his goal, I had a lot of great moments over the weekend, but the best was probably in the midst of your one-year-old's birthday party. We're surrounded by children and parents. You brush by me, and you just (laughs) lean in and whisper in my ear, Lukaku scored. 
and we just sort of do a silent fist bump. Uh, and uh, it, it was those those Listen, little moments. I, that... I had gone to the bathroom, and when one is in the bathroom, one is allowed to do anything, basically, up to it, including checking their um, their fantasy scores. So uh, I, got, I got the full update, and uh, you know, I knew you'd be excited. Thus, I had to I had to share the word. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's. How yeah, did you do, Josh? I ended up on sixty-seven points, uh, so not not nearly as good as you, but but still quite solid. I'm actually I, I cr- cracked the top sixty k, so I'm at uh, fifty-seven thousand in the world right now. So that's a great uh, ranking, happy, man. Yeah, very happy with that for the first uh, seven weeks, and hope to you know keep moving forward. I have some tricky. So you know, for me, it was all about the defense too. Uh, I had uh, Davies, Ward, uh, Kolasnik, and Jones, and you know, Ward is uh, someone that I actually. Uh, if we had done that, well, maybe we can talk about it in next week's podcast, but it's, it's an example of everyone sort of being on the me bandwagon, even though Ward, to me, was when I wildcarded, I brought him in last week, and he just seemed like he was clearly the better option. He's just a little more attacking. Uh, he's actually tall enough that he's on some set pieces, too. And, um, you know, so I think that's a goal. And uh, so he has a goal and an assist. And I think he's on five bonus points now through seven weeks. So, so we're uh, all familiar of the of the the year that Punk broke, and I think game week seven, 2017-18, will go down in history as the year that Stephen Ward broke. So yeah, it, or the it's, year it's that happening the, for him now. The year that the four the, the year that four at the back really broke out in FPL in a big way. I mean, everyone is on the four at the back now. Um, and just yeah, I have a couple tricky decisions to come right now. I have to kind of figure out what to do with Alvaro Morata. Um, and I've decided I actually don't have Kane, and so I just have to decide whether I'm just going to bite the bullet and uh, and burn for bring in Kane. I, I've already missed a couple price rises. I know it's every every minute yeah. kind of counts in that situation when Murata is tanking and Kane is skyrocketing. If if Murata is set to go down in price, which I'm sure he will in the next day or two, then I'm, I'm just going to have to. I mean, I have to to make my transfer and just and just live with it. I I could I could do Jesus, which, which would be the easiest way to go, and I wouldn't have to burn four. But you know, he's playing two you know, two major international qualifiers uh, away, um, you know, during the international break. So I mean, it's 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 entirely possible he could come in off the bench um, that first game week. And I know I'm like I'm like I'm so cautious about people getting benched. Well, that that could make Peter Blake's uh, little mention about Raheem Sterling a little more interesting if you've got Sterling just hanging out on the continent where you have Jesus flying all the way to South America for his international fixtures. It's it wouldn't be it wouldn't be impossible for Pep to consider playing Sterling in that uh, sort of false nine spot. No, it's yeah, very true. Um Brandon, before we go into the the clip that we're about to share, uh, once again, visit patreon.com slash always cheating. Uh, and there, there are actually three different pledge levels. The first pledge level, uh, you get access to uh, to all of the exclusive podcasts and the uh, Sporters League. At the $3 level, you get the Sporters League and the Knockout League, which once again starts next game week. And at the $5 letter, we send you pins and a, a small personalized note, often on one of our own work stationery. So <laughs> if you want, if you want Want Midtown Manhattan uh, nonprofit workstationery? Show your friends. Come to the right place. Yep. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so you can, you can go there, and in any pledge level, you get to listen to all the podcasts. So, um, uh, but you know, it's also no problem if you want to just take the week off and listen to us next week. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for suffering through our little marketing pitch here. We're gonna we're gonna be back next week previewing game week eight in a major way. We'll have obviously a lot more information coming out of the international fixtures. Hopefully Harry Kane doesn't fall down, go boom, and have a have a boo-boo. 
that would be no good. Um, but uh, I think we just want to, again, thank you, thank Peter Blake for coming on our Patreon episode. And if you're so lucky, check it out. That's right. And uh, once again, if you're not following Peter Blake on Twitter, uh, I highly recommend you do so. He's mathsafe underscore FBL. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Same old podcast, always shaming. I wanted to get to a few FPL-centric uh, questions here, and I thought maybe I'm actually going to go off the board here. There's a question that we don't that I don't have in here, but I think it leads into this pretty well, which is that so you, you actually played your wild card uh, going into game week six, and um, I'm just curious, you know, how, how does someone who, who really does try to, you know, take a stats-based approach, you know, play a wild card? I mean, were you, did you kind of strip your team down? I mean, obviously you can't totally do that because you have, there's value for from players changing prices mm-hmm. and things like that. But, you know, how do you think about value? And, like, for example, you brought in Raheem Sterling, yeah. which was um, not a move I think most managers would have made. And um, I can't remember if you talked about this in your blog or not, but I, I'd, I'd like to know what your, um, what your logic was there. Well, specifically with Sterling, it was the idea that he... He would. The actions he was taking on the pitch, he was getting into really good positions, and yeah, he was putting the ball in the back of the net. But he was, you know, he, he was touching the ball enough in the in the final third. He was receiving passes and he was taking shots. So, actually, in terms of points expected per minute on the pitch, he ranked really highly in um, the stats I put. Yeah, the stats I put together, and. The counter argument seemed to be from the reason why nobody was considering him because he was only seven point eight at the time or seven point nine, and it's just it's just really cheap for a, a a player who's the front in the front three of Man City who was scoring an absolute boatload of goals and he was you know creating chances for himself as well. The argument seemed to be though that there was the the Pep rotation. Everyone was terrified of it, and I thought. And I had Gabriel Jesus in my original draft of it because it just seemed like a logical thing to do. But I thought about, you know, if he's rotating everybody, if you want a Man City asset, you've got to be prepared for them to be rested at some point. It's going to happen. And it will happen again. That's fine. He'd been, yeah, he started on the bench for a couple of games. Um, I think it was only one game. He hadn't, I think it was one game he hadn't played in, in any way. But I thought, he's 7.8 million. And Jesus is 10.5. Sterling's going to get, yeah, he's getting goals and he's going to get one more point for them than Jesus would. And he's performing well enough. Um, he's coming on, he's making a difference. He, you know, he's rescuing games for them. And he seems to be, you know, he wasn't really putting a foot wrong. So I thought, okay, he, he, will, get, he will get dropped at some point because he's going to be rested. But that's true of Aguero, that's true of. Um, uh, Gabriel Jesus and it would be you know, true of any one of the other forwards as well and I just once you sort of put all that together and I thought well as long as I accept that's going to happen he's not going to get dropped because of poor form at least not at the moment he, he's, he's doing well at the moment so he's obviously in contention and it, it just made sense yeah, I, I thought when you look at it from that angle and you know, once you accept the risk and the limitation there and what I ended up doing then was actually I was going to have two 4.5 midfielders on my uh, on my bench uh, who could just come in and you know, one of them could come in along with one of the other two cheap defenders as well. I basically had four 4.5 players who, and one of them was going to come in uh, on a rotating basis um, into my team. But I ended up dropping one of those midfielders and upgrading them to Robbie Brady because I thought, well, if Sterling does get dropped then, I've got a, a replacement who can come in and, and do a job, and that's fine. And it kind of mitigated that risk a little bit in my head. And I just thought it was, it, it seemed like it, it was worth doing. I just thought there was, was a lot of value there. And the only real downside for it, you know, a lot of other people were, 
not even considering him for was that he may not start and yeah while that's valid um uh, they're arguing yeah, going to be playing games where he does start and actually now with the Aguero injury um I maybe got a little bit lucky with that because I think he's he's more likely to start now than than not because they've got fewer options up front than they did before so the lesson you're the lesson you're preaching here with Raheem Sterling is reminding me of one of my favorite scenes in Band of Brothers that uh, HBO show about paratroopers in the Western Front World War II and there's a soldier he's not firing his weapon he's terrified and his sergeant comes up to him and says you just have to accept the fact that you're already dead and once you accept that fact you'll finally be able to function as as a soldier (laughs) so this is this is basically the lesson with the Man City lineup as far as I can tell I mean that, that's just accept I'm, that they're all rested. I'm, I'm <laughs> they're yeah, all going precisely, to be rested. and I'm, I'm generally quite a conservative player, and I, I don't take many risks. I usually go with you know, FPL is a game of probabilities. So you go with what the, the the highest, the most likely outcome is going to be. So I, I won't take flyers too often, but you're right. That, that was basically the attitude I took. I thought, yeah, if I just accept that all of them are going to be rested, if you if you remove that. You know that fear from it. Where's the most value in a Man City attack? And it looked to me like it was Raheem Sterling, so I, I went for him. And as it turns out, he went and got a couple of goals. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.